Welcome to the 1334 Dance, where we've discovered that humans are not the nicest people to Mother Nature. Um, but I think all of us as humans know this, um, especially with uh, researcher Albert being a scientist. Um, I mean, I thought this was common knowledge, but I mean, go on, go on. Don't mean to interrupt you. Please go on. I mean, I mean, I'm just trying to let y'all know that I just did all this research so you didn't have to. So um, let's just dive right into it. We have a very, 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 very low week news wise, but we did get treated to the movie that never existed that does exist that finally came out like three years later but hey we got it finally uh so the secrets of the jungle movie came to netflix last friday Um, and uh i did i did have a movie night with a bunch of my friends um that friday and they're not big into pokemon but they were they loved the message i was like i don't know what it is but i don't like zarud i like Zerud did not do anything for me. Like, you know how I said on the last time, like, I had to see a Pokemon in, like, an anime or something, see how the personality looks and see how, how, yeah. how it feels and everything. Yeah, Give it Zerud, some movement. Zerud did nothing for me. And then the voice, the voice, no. It was almost as bad as the, the female Mewtwo in the Genesect movie. It just it didn't work for me. I liked it. I mean, I liked the voice, the whole setup. Like, it's nice to see that there's actually colonies of mythical Pokemon. That's a thing that legitimately exists, but it's it's got a really awesome message. Message I mean, is brilliant. I, I kind of like the way the movie presents itself too. Like it's not a story of like Ash doing something. It's the story of Coco, and Ash is kind of like the side force that kind of like pushes the story along. Like it's not focused on him. It's focused on the bond with Coco and Zarude. Yeah, that was that was a nice little touch because yeah, usually if you look at it, at least the last two movies under this new uh, regime of movies that they're doing, it's Ash and then insert people who help him, who are a part of these towns or cities. Uh, Chosen so hero, it, prophecy, plot, bad it was, guy. It was, er. it was different. Um, it was really different, and I liked it. Um, also, that movie was so aesthetically beautiful i loved the way that movie looked like the last time i saw a movie that pokemon came out with where i just got so in awe with the entire city and everything about the city was uh destiny deoxys i know the way they presented this one it's very pleasing it it makes sense the kind of world they built like to have this like city so close to the jungle and then really show how lush it can be with all the greenery the the Pokemon choices made a lot of sense. So what they highlighted. Now I'm starting to realize after I've seen the movie why they chose the spawns that they did for Pokemon Go. So they were just missing the cram. They were just missing Cramorant. With what we talked about last week, and uh, I I I know we said it's a Gen Eight thing, and it's uh, he's a mythical. But with the movie having all of the Zaruds like in a colony. Do you think Zeru does appear in the Legends game? Because now it just seems like it could happen. Because at least in the cinema, they had a whole army of them. I still say no. I don't think so. I mean, they've got other mythics they can pull from. Like I don't. If if we have a game set in Sinnoh, like it's it's gonna be Sinnoh related Pokemon, or it's gonna be Arceus, if not one of the other like Sinnoh mythicals. Like I don't I don't feel like they'll pull Zerud. Like Zerud feels like. 
it's the connection to Galar. It's Gen Eight. We're good. We don't need to pull them in for a Sinnoh game, which I'm which it is. It's based in that area. It's not known as Sinnoh at the time, but I mean, it still is. So I mean, there's there's more they can do with the other mythicals there. So surprising, we only have like one mythical so far for Sword and Shield. We usually always get like a trio. Like there's always like three of them per generation, but eh, maybe we're going back to simpler times now. I'm I'm kind of happy about it. like if the designs are anything like Zerud, you could keep the other mythicals. I'm sorry, I just I know that's you know no one likes it. Well, I mean we did get Urshifu and them are legendaries. Yep, they're, they're not legendaries. mythicals. They're not mythics. What, mm -hmm. what about Cal what about Calyrex? Legendary. That's not a mythical. I would assume that nope. one was a mythical, and then the two horses were the legendaries. Nope, they're all considered uh, legendaries. Oh, wow. Yeah. The rule for mythicals, it's, for the most part, they have to be, if it's caught in the game, it's legendary. If it has to be given through distribution, it is mythical, which all of us can get the Cal Calyrex and Glastrier and Spectrier. We can get the Regis and all that fun stuff. You know, We can get through Sword and Shield. So those ones are fine. Deoxys is kind of like the outlier here, because Deoxys was a mythical, and then they made it kind of legendary status, because we can all catch it normally in Omega and, Ruby Alpha Sapphire, so... And um, you know you're going to be able to catch Arceus in these Diamond and Pearl games. They're, oh, they're gonna yeah. give us They're going to give us that event, so like, you know... But well, um, the thing is, they're going to do like a special distribution for the Azure Flute, and then... We go take said flute to Mount Coronet and, you know, do that whole fun battle. Or, you know, just chuck a Master Ball at it and call it a day. I mean, the choice is yours, really. What about, um, speaking of uh, distributions and stuff, did you get your uh, newsletter and get the codes for uh, yes. Shiny Celebi and Zarud? Yep, finally redeemed them, finally got my Zarud. When did they expire? I, I think I got mine, like, a little later. I don't know, I didn't check. I just claimed mine the first second I got it, just like, it's done. The deed is done. We're not going to worry about this one anymore. See, they usually the last like phone, a I just year. Don't have it. Yeah, they usually last a year or so. Because I remember that's what happened to me with the shiny Sogaleo and Lunala. I remember they lasted a year. I just never claimed them for that full year. Skull can like sidetrack your mind at times and then you get lazy. That's a distribution yeah. I missed. <laughs> yeah, I actually got, I got mine... The day the email got sent out, what was that Thursday before the movie came out? I got it right away. I screenshotted the codes and kept it on my phone so I could just come back and do it. And I've been like deep cleaning the house. So after we're done here, I'm actually going to hop on and, and record and, or not record, play a little bit and download the, the code. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those just take care of it now. That way you don't have to worry about it later or forget and miss out. <laughs> It just so much more convenient to do now. So last week we talked about you spending money on an OLED. Did you get it? Did you find it? Did you see one? Because I have not been able to find them anywhere. Only in my dreams, Stephen. Only in my dreams. Hey, you were the one who was trying to put it in existence. I was the one that said, eh, maybe. Probably not. Hey, no. I, I threw didn't. it out in the universe. Whether the universe listened or not is a different story. But I at least tried to throw it out in the universe. Hey, hey. Well, you know. You need, to, you need to do a better job at speaking things. You need to speak louder into the universe, okay? You need to do a much better job of that. Listen here, universe. I demand my OLED. Even though I didn't pre-order like it, crazy guy at the I demand of the my OLED. You have aluminum foil on your head and you're yelling at the corner of the street. 
just like spouting out nonsense. The OLED! OLED! See, like, we have to do the science. That's what we do on the show. That's what I do on the show. We have to do the science to see if it works. I.e., we've proven pizza brings shinies. We've proven moving around on community days gets you more shinies. Or moving around for events gets you more shinies. We did this because we did the research so our listeners don't have to. Well... I still think you need to do the science and uh, conduct that experiment of going out to the side of the street with aluminum foil on your head yelling OLED out at, out at the earth. You're not going to be laughing when I have my OLED and you don't. Hey, that will be okay. I just need <laughs> pictures of you with the aluminum foil on your head on the side of the street. I kind of figured, like, I mean, there's always a chance because, like, I, I knew you would probably struggle with it just because it's just a problem with, like, living in a large city is there's just so many people where it's like, I always feel like sometimes I get lucky because since I'm in a small town, every now and then, you know, not a lot of people go for things or like the initial hype like fades faster in like smaller places. So like, oh, maybe they'll have them because that's how I got like the Skyward Sword Joy-Cons because those things sold out like fast. And then I They're randomly everywhere. went to Walmart. Yeah, like, Walmart had like a bunch of them. I remember like, I think it's like the Zelda with her... um where her skywing i'm trying to remember the name of the birds but i remember that amiibo was selling out going for a lot of a lot on ebay my game scott stops had the same four just sitting there on the shelves for the past like two three weeks it's like huh i think you just have to like ride out the initial wave and then when they do the restocks everybody's happy and nobody buys them anymore or it gets all stabby stabby on people trying to get things well speaking of stabby stabby things you know uh, the t- living in the big city and you know certain luxuries of being in a smaller town. Uh, we had celebrations released last week, last Friday, as alongside with the movie. So it was a really good day for Pokemon fans on Friday. Um, watch your cards. Watch a movie while you open your cards. So or watch the movie to nurse your sorrows when you don't find the cards. You know you had options last week for sure. I was gonna ask you, did you did you come across any of them? Um, I talked to somebody at Walmart, like one of the the stock people. They're like, "Yeah, come up here on Wednesday," so they're getting theirs sh- like shipped out during during the weekend, but they're putting them on the shelves come Wednesday. So I'll just show up t- tomorrow. Uh, a time of recording, it's a Tuesday, but so I'll show up tomorrow and and get a a pack or something. I didn't find anything. I checked GameStop. I tried Walmart. We had a new comic shop open up in town. So I went to go check them out. So, you know, shout out Southwest Texas Comics. So they've had Pokemon cards, which I've been lucky because GameStop walls are barren. But at least with them, they've at least had boxes where you could buy you know, individual booster packs of you know battle styles, which I haven't seen in months. You know, chilling rains, you know, evolving skies. The prices just are like a buck or two more than what you would normally pay. But I mean, small business kind of came to expect that. Yeah. I talked to the owner because he was the one that was like, you know, doing the purchase and everything, you know, getting get my, you know, scanning my card, all that fun stuff. So he had said he talked to the distributor and he got approval for them to, to receive the card packs. It just might take a couple weeks. So this might be an end of October thing where I'm finding packs with them. I mean, he was super nice, and so, you know, if since I told him I was, like, I was a collector and stuff, that he wouldn't mind, you know, holding a box or two for me, and I can buy it from him, and it's a small, 
you know, a small mom pop business, so I, I don't mind paying a little bit extra to help them out. As long as it's not like exorbitant the price like i'm not paying 500 dollars for like one etb like as long as that's not the situation we're good here but so it's funny um you were talking about it like i was deep cleaning my apartment today before we did the show um and i was just cleaning up you know my area and then i stumbled across uh a random unopened battle styles pack and like you said, you know, you get it from a mom and pop shop. So shout out to Indigo Plateau, Texas, out there in Arlington. My guys, still doing a good job. Um, and man, talk about luck is on their side. I see their Instagram where people come in and buy packs and they'll open them inside the store. And the Charizard Celebrations cards are getting pulled. Uh, Mew Oreos are getting pulled every other day. Uh, so it, it's just like they're having a good stretch of luck right now. But um, yeah, they're they're doing the same thing too, where they're getting packs, different kind of packs, and it's gonna come at different times. But yeah, it's gonna be about seven or eight bucks for a pack, and um, that's actually a lot better than some of these other like toy collector shops at the malls that are around here in DFW. Quote unquote. Because I I sent you a picture of like um, the mother load when cars oh, were yeah. disappearing, and it was like fifteen dollars for a single pack. And then it was like, mm. I remember it was it was the Galarian Rapidash box came out, and they were charging 80 bucks for it. Like, I was like, you're kidding me. It's a joke. I never bought anything there. Indigo Plateau being specifically a Pokemon-themed store and big in the Pokemon community, and, and it, it's, it's breathing a whole new breath of life into Pokemon, at least here in the DFW area. Uh from bringing people from the old, from when they grew up with it back in 96, 97, to their kids uh, and stuff. They're doing a really, really good job. At least they're not being crazy charging $15 a pack. I mean, I, I will take the $7 pack oh, and yeah. buy it. It's a good deal. I mean, for a base value of 4 bucks, if it just goes up a buck or two, it's not terrible. Like... I think right now their prices are evolving. Skies are seven bucks. Battle styles are six bucks, and chilling rains are four or five bucks right now. So I mean, it's not terrible, but I mean, it's still within reason. It's just when you start going for like triple the MSRB price, like eh, we're we're entering territory I don't like here. The uh, but, the evolving skies is everywhere. Like I can find that everywhere right now. See, like, I can't. Like, my GameStop's been out of Pokemon cards. Like, the the whole card section is just Magic the Gathering, which I I guess see, maybe people just aren't into me. Magic the that, Gathering. But that's that's Target for me. It's it's that I think they specific. I think they took it took it out again. Um, the only cards I see at um, Target are the Jumbo cards, and I just finally got the Hoenn ones. So now I got to find the Johto ones somewhere. I think the only thing Walmart had, which you might have liked, but I didn't get it for you because it looked beat up. It was a Mew a card bind or no Mewtwo a card binder it had like Mewtwo on the front. It was the gray it was one with epic the pose. Yeah, the, gray one with the purple silhouette. Yeah, they had oh, it, but it. it just it looks so beat up. Like the you know how they usually have like that like cardboard tag that goes around the, the whole binder that was already ripped and it looked like it'd been like kind of like pushed around it's like the thing where people probably push to the side to reach for the pokemon cards yeah kind of situations like uh, i don't think that's something you're gonna want at least not in this condition no i saw it in uh just because i'm not huge into the cards 
like that. Like if I see them, I'll get them, but like I don't collect them in that manner. I don't feel like I ne- have a need for for you know the 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 binder. I'm just like oh, I have sleeves and I have everything like that, so I'll be fine. But but I am gonna open up this pack that I found in the house. Uh, I've been getting very lucky with poles as of late. Uh, you've seen it firsthand. Um, I don't know what it is about shopping at that mom and pop place, but every time I go to Southwest Texas Comics, my pulls have been good. Like the packs they get from GameStop are like, eh, nothing special, nothing special. But I've consistently always gotten at least like one full art, one V Max card. I've already found like two gold rare cards. Like I, I don't know what the heck they're doing. All right, I just opened it, so let's see what let's see what we got here. The metaphorical drums are rolling. Uh, guess the energy. Um, uh, go with water. Ah, uh, psychic, psychic. Yeah. All right, so that was my twentieth choice. <laughs> so we got a uh, single strike scroll of scorn. Um, a bisharp, which actually looks kind of neat. Uh, where's my camera at? There it is. There you go. There we go. I'm using a whole new setup, guys. So I'm like reestablishing where everything is uh you say on the audio podcast not the visual podcast (laughs) guys use your imagination uh single strike energy okay i'm gonna get this right i'm gonna get this right uh pawn yard that's nice matches the bishop houndour oh he's working so hard Ooh, i like this shinx artwork oh a Gligar. This Spoink's art is amazing too. I don't even like I don't even like Spoink, but look at that card art. His eyes are staring into my soul. A reverse Glamiao. Okay, so there's a reverse right there. I I have a feeling. Boy, my guy. Hey, I pulled that one too. That's the exact same one I pulled from my <laughs> Rapid Strike Urshifu V card. See, I'm having, and it's fun. I'm getting lucky because I'm I'm only buying one pack. I don't ever buy two or more. I just I I'll grab one and I'll be like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. But I guess because I'm not sitting there trying to grab a bunch, maybe it's just like luck is on my side. I'm like, I always actually always buy like three, four, like whatever the latest pack is is where I get the most of. But if it's a mix, like I've been doing like two battle star, two three battle styles. Like one evolving skies, and they have the Digimon card. So just because the art looks pretty, I usually get one pack of Digimon cards. That's only four bucks, so eh, why not? This is a face of me judging you. The artwork's really pretty on them. I the artwork looks amazing on them. I know uh, people are trying to tell me about the Dragon Ball Z cards. Like those uh, that, are supposed to look good. I'm like, those are the ones I, I would never get into. Like I remember watching it when I was little. Like eh, I probably wouldn't collect the cards. I don't think I would collect the cards either. I feel more connected to like Pokemon, and then I remember watching Digimon a lot too. So like, out of nostalgia, those two would bring me into it. But I mean, part of it too was like just seeing the Digimon cards after like hearing about them, and it was always out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. Here's the box, but it's empty, and everything looks it's like like it was ripped apart. So when I finally saw it, I was like, huh, maybe fate is telling me something. Yeah, hey, why not? Okay, I just I saw this on Twitter just now because I'm just like, I know we're not. We're not pressed for time, and there's not much we really need to talk about, but there's a thing. It says, caption your last two images of a character with a Nintendo $60 game versus Sony $60 game. 
I wonder what that means. Oh, so Nintendo the Metroid Dread stuff. Yeah, so I saw Metro D- Dread. Uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> I guess everyone's talking about it. The Metroid fans waited long enough. They waited just as long as the Kingdom Hearts fans. So let them have their game and enjoy their new game. Hey, I, hey, I'm all for it. I like it. I think it looks looks awesome. Would I would I get it? Probably not, but it's uh, it looks good. I never got into the Metroid series. I've heard good things. I've just never gotten into it. I never got into it either. I love I love the character. I love Samus and stuff like that. I think great character, iconic character. And everything about it looks cool. It just wasn't my cup of tea for a game. So, uh, this past weekend we had um, a Duskull Community Day. Yep, yep. We had that Came a little Sunday. early in the month. Came Saturday. Our Saturday, Saturday. Right. Yeah, so I did it. I got my, I think I ended up the day with nine shiny Duskull. Got a perfect IV Dusk Noir out of research. So, thank you, research wasn't shiny, but at least it wasn't perfect, so we take the little victories here. But I enjoyed it. Got to do my usual route in town. Got to listen to my, got caught up on my Pokemon podcasts. Now that I'm a teacher, these relaxed weekends are things I need now, so that was my relaxed day, my peaceful day. I wish it was my relaxed day. I had a, I had a three, technically four day weekend. Uh, no Must students. Must be nice. But, but I... Saturday was um, one of the busiest days in this area because we are the breathing ground of Texas versus OU. And so everyone from Oklahoma, everyone from Austin, everyone from around Texas, everyone went to the State Fair. Everybody came around to the DFW Metroplex. Everywhere was packed. Oh, it was a nightmare. Um, And then Sunday, Sunday was kind of like a a chill day for me, but I was still working on stuff. And then yesterday, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened. I started cleaning up and I just totally lost track of time. And then I come home today from work and I'm still cleaning. I'm still doing things. So I haven't, I haven't really, I didn't really, I didn't really get to chill, chill like I wanted to, but I had my fun this, this past weekend. Okay. So you guys got a day off. Our next day off is until veterans day. The kids get, I think, they have an like a RTI day where we go in, but they're off, so it's like a work day. So we lucky had them is Friday. the day after. Theirs is right after Halloween, like the it's November first. So lucky them. It's like, huh. oh, see, we have off the first. We have our PD day on the second. So the oh, we're really working towards that. Those holidays, we we just keep telling ourselves. It'll be worth it when we end like May twentieth. It'll be worth it when our last day is May twentieth. See, y'all get out May twentieth. We get out uh, June third, June sixth. Yeah, we started like August 9th. So like r- last first week of August, we were already going. So I mean, we're we're working for that day off <laughs> or that early summer. Yeah, August 9th was the the day the teachers reported back uh, to campus. And we do the week of development. Um, yeah. Because I remember I just flew back in from New York that Saturday. And I was like, all right, off to the races. Let's go. And mine was like two weeks. Like one week of like new teacher training. And then, okay, here's one week of like staff development training. And now you can see your students and 
you know, we'll, we'll, you'll you'll survive in May. You'll survive till May. Like, okay, <laughs> help. So, uh, I wanted to ask you because I was on uh, Twitter looking. Uh, I saw that our uh, our big guy Blastoise has a new costume in Unite. Yep, he gets to finally fill out the role he's always been meant to fill. He's now a firefighter. Yeah, well, you know, I'm okay with that. They're all getting uh, professions. I mean, Gengar is now an astronaut. Blastoise gets to be a firefighter. It's only a matter of time before Charizard becomes a sushi chef. Or, you know, at least owns a hibachi grill. Or just a chef in general. One of the two. Have you been playing United at all? A little bit more. I've been dabbling with Sylveon and... I understand why they had to nerf Sylveon, because, ooh, boy, was Sylveon super strong when it first came out. That's usually what happens with the new characters, though, and then they patch them after a week, and then they're like, all right, here we go. That's still pretty good. I mean, I'll dabble, I'll still dabble with it every now and then. Am I going to be able to complete a battle pass? Probably not, but hey, at least I'll play a little bit from here and there. Fingers crossed for, like, a Halloween event. We'll probably, we probably won't get it this year, but, you know, maybe next year we'll get, like, some type of Halloween event. Ghost got their Halloween event going, though, or... About to get going, I should say. They announced that uh, Friday. They they announced it Friday, didn't they? Um, not Friday. It was like yesterday, so Monday for us at least at the time of us recording. I guess everything just seems to. I think everything just happened on Friday because it was just yeah. so busy. It, it was just such a big Pokemon day, but I mean, since the movie event ended Sunday night. We can move into Halloween, which we're kind of in the like weird limbo period between events. But no, they have um, it's a two part Halloween event. First one's pretty much starting from this Friday, the fifteenth to the twenty second, and then the second phase of it, or part two, is going to be the twenty second to the thirty first. So they've got names. So part one is a uh, creepy companions. There's a Halloween battle cup if that's your thing. You want to battle? You can use all the spooky Pokemon. So there's the usual special, you know, timed research. Be focusing on ghosts this time. There's going to be, and of course, it's Halloween, so there's an increase of candy. So all throughout this event, you're going to get double the transfer candy, double the catch candy, double the hatch candy, and you'll get XL candies, you know, just by walking your buddy. So for sure, they're going to switch the music to Lavender Town. So, you know, nobody ever thinks to turn on the music and listen to the music. Ivan, so now everybody can actually listen to the music and, you know, enjoy it. Costume Pokemon are coming back, so um, Pikachu, Piplup, and uh, Drifblim. Interesting, it's actually not like the merch-themed Halloween gear, but they have their own kind of like new Halloween look. They're all wearing hats. They're the mischief versions of these Pokemon, and they all can be shiny, so possible to find them shiny. A lot of new um, avatar items and stickers coming, some special bundle boxes. Uh, they're adding a shiny Spinarak, which makes sense to finally add the creepy spider in. Uh, Galarian Slowking is being added to the game as well for the fit the whole creepy theme here. And, you know, the usual ghost increase and dark type increase. Yaw Mask is going to be popping up again because Yaw Mask only is ever available for Halloween. So if you need to load up on Yamask for your Kafagrigus or your Runerigus, now's the time to do it. Now's definitely the time to do it. And then second half of the event, once that phases, we actually get um, Phantom and Pumpkaboo. So those are going to be added next to the game. And um, Pumpkaboo actually comes in a variety of sizes. 
just like an X and Y. It's got four possible sizes, and it's you can actually visually see it too. Like the small pumpkaboo is tiny on screen. The big pumpkaboo is really big. So they'll be added in the second phase of the event. So it's got some new Catalyst Pokemon to add to the decks. Many of the usual wild encounters and Darkrai and Mega Absol will start be added to the game around that second week too. I mean, Darkrai's already been in there, but Mega Absol is definitely new. So yeah, it looks like a fun event. I wonder if the other costume Pokemon are coming back too. I'm excited. I love the Halloween event. I think that's my favorite event of the year for Pokemon Go. Uh, not even because of the Pokemon there. And it just, I guess, the way they theme everything out and they style it out and like the Lavender Town music and stuff. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be, you know, uh, you know, something to reminisce about. Uh, but I was looking also just for other stuff because, yeah, more and more things get released. I was looking on the Pokemon Center and I saw they have the badge. The Kanto badge gear, which looks very sleek. Like, it doesn't look bad at all. Um, it's just very, very simple. But it It's subtle, but it looks very nice. Like, it doesn't go over the top, doesn't try to sell itself. It just keeps it simple, and it fits very well. I like, I like, personally, I like the designs like that, where it's like, you really have to be a fan of Pokemon and be like, you just, you walk around with that, that shirt, because it's just a big black shirt with, right over your your left uh, chest pocket area um, is the eight badges, you know, like, designed in. And it just, it's so simple. It's so nice. And I like shirts where people have to ask, oh, is that Pokemon? Like, I, I don't, you know how I feel about, the, like, the, the Sugimori stock image shirts that they used to have forever. Yeah. Like, those are fine, but, like, you could have done better. They've they've really been doing an amazing job the last couple of years, and, and they just keep trending in the right way. Like, they get it's not like they regress like they get better with their designs oh yeah definitely like i really think i'm probably gonna get the like the shirt with at least like the eight badges on like you know the chest pocket i'm kind of digging the lanyard too so that might be my new id lanyard for work so i think i'm gonna update to that but i, I like that style like simple but it looks really nice like it looks really sharp and they stand out pretty well too because all the clothes are like solid black and then you have like the colorful badges that stand out against it so definitely i'd get those i don't know it's it's weird every time like i do pokemon go like i have to like wear a pokemon shirt especially if it's an event like i, I know it doesn't really affect the luck but just to me mentally it does so i have my new hunt or pokemon hunting shirt with the bad shirt yeah i was wearing actually uh the greatest hit shirts this weekend i wore the the shadow punch uh gengar shirt keep it festive for the uh, holiday season and then mm -hmm. the the stone edge tyranitar one and uh i forgot how much i love those shirts like because i don't i have so many different shirts that i don't you know wear a lot of my pokemon shirts all the time and it's like at work because i don't want them to get ruined i don't wear them there but i was like i got a lot of compliments on them this weekend so i was like oh they're like oh yeah i love that pokemon i was like ah hey there you go you have heard of it it's like it's like when the Mega Lucario shirt was like my convention shirt. Like I always wear it to conventions, but I mean, because of PokeRust, we haven't had anything, so I haven't really had the opportunity to like wear it lately. And then I had a shirt that I bought it for like my first, like I consider my first major convention because I've been to small ones, but this is the first time I actually like went to like a big city for it. I got this like Pokemon trainer sh shirt off of I think it was like the Yeti or something, and it 
there's like the Pokemon tra- had Pokemon Trainer Academy had like this like real cool like artwork had all eight badges going around the center and I think I had like classically trained on it too. It's like this looks awesome. It's just I've had it for so long. The shirt's kind of like faded, so you can't see any of the writing anymore, the outlines. So I was like, I need a new, I need a new like Pokemon hunting shirt. So I, I think I'm going with the badges here. I will say this too because I do like other the other badge designs. Don't make any more of those shirts. Just keep it with the Kanto badges. I think I think it fits with Kanto. It fits best with Kanto. Like if you did that with Johto, I don't think it would be as popular. There's just something I don't think, about like, I don't think any of the badge set. sets would would work that way. Like I, there are like badges that do look better than the Kanto ones, but like I don't think it would work in the same same style. Like I just don't think it would get get itself over the same way. I agree. I like it with Kanto. I think it just fits better for that one. I, I have a hard time like visualizing the other badges with this kind of style. I mean, maybe they'll like another year or two they'll do it. They'll test another region, try it out. But I mean, we'll see. Man, um, I was going to ask you something, and I totally forgot what it was. I've had a, I've had a long day today, so I... I was it about cards? Was it about apps? Was it about games? Was it about was Mewtwo? It no, no, it was not about Mewtwo. Uh, was it about it movies? Was, no, but that's going to be a later discussion, because I did wake up this morning, and before I was getting ready for work, you know how you just kind of lay in bed before you decide to get out of bed? I was watching uh, uh, YouTube on my TV, and Watch Mojo had the top twenty Pokemon movies uh, as a list, and I was like, "Okay, let me see which one it is." Of course, one and two are one and two. I'm about to ask, what was number one? Was it the second movie or the first movie? Because it was one of those two for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Number one was number one. Number two was number two. I, I was so surprised. Like, they had some movies, like, ranked really high that were, like, terrible. Like, they had the Magirna one up high for some reason, and that one was not good. They had... I mean, it's always an opinion thing, so you can never really fully trust the list. They had the the Sea Temple one, which kind of really did nothing for me. They did that one. Uh, I like that one. They had terrible Entei Dad creepypasta, weird, horrible storyline... Number three, not number three, by the way. Oh, they had Coco, I think, at four or five. They had the leg- the Secrets of the Jungle at, like, four or five. Uh-huh. I was like, wow. I always wonder, like, the people, like, at, at those companies, like, they make so many lists. Like, is the person making your list, like, a legit, like, Pokemon fan? Or is it just some intern that you told, hey, I need you to watch these 20 Pokemon movies this weekend and rank them. Then we'll write an article about it, like. They had a oh the 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 number five was uh, Lucario and the Mystery of Mew. That's a good so one. That, that is a good one. Uh, that was a very good one. Um, yeah, like I, I argued more with the bottom half of the list more than the top half because like ten through one made sense, but eleven through twenty, I don't know, what are we doing here? Well, I just I didn't like it. It was it wasn't good. It didn't make sense. Which is strange because you think you'd be more arguing with the top 10 instead of the <laughs> 11 through 20. But I mean. Look, look, you and I knew as soon as I said they were doing a top 20 movies, we already yeah. knew what the first two were going to be. Like, let's be 100% honest. There's nothing that's going to beat the first two. I just, I just don't see that happening. 
the first two were just way too iconic and like such a culture shock because like those movies were in cinema and they made like money like a Disney movie makes money and that was wild. Uh, here's the important question to where we know whether it's somebody that has Pokemon knowledge that made this list or doesn't have Pokemon knowledge. Was Pokemon the first movie and the CGI remake of Pokemon the first movie both on this list? No, just the first one was on the list. The CGI okay. one was not. They did not in- include it. Uh, they were talking about movies like honorable mentions of other movies that they've made and they mentioned it. But yeah, no, that was... We definitely don't need the CGI one. That one just looked uncomfortable to me. Yeah, I mean, that just did it. Yeah. <laughs> I digress. I mean, they, they they make, you know, a thousand lists all the time. And then, like, you'll see a Pokemon one come up. And then it'll be a rehash of the one they did three years ago. Like, they they had Mewtwo as the strongest Pokemon and then they switched it, I guess, because the, the video games are coming out now. They changed it to yeah. to Arceus. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean. And then they put, uh, like, Rayquaza at 8. And then they put, like, Zacian and Zamazenta at, like, 4 or 5. And I was like, oh, okay, I think y'all are just doing this now for, for PR stuff. I was like, because, Ray, Ray, I could tell you, the top three are always going to be Mewtwo, Arceus, and Rayquaza. That, like, let's not lie here. They're monsters. All of them. Now <laughs> we just wait for the list of which are the top ten Pokemon Oreos. Number four will surprise you. Are you serious? <laughs> What's funny is you said that so slick and so calm. I was like, I wonder how many people you've already like seen the video for it. Now I'm about to you know I'm gonna go look this up as soon as we get done here. If it exists, I'll be really surprised, but you never know. <laughs> if you're scrambling for content, I mean, why not make a video about Pokemon Oreos, I guess? <laughs> stranger things have happened. <laughs> Very stranger things have happened. I know. I've seen people. Oh, 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 and I finally met someone who did the whole, I'm going to get my Oreos graded and sealed and all that. Oh, my God. I can't. I have two packs sitting on my counter. One of them's open, half eaten. Uh, I don't know if I have a Mew or not because I wasn't really looking. I was just sitting there eating them like Oreos are supposed to be treated and eaten. Is that what you're supposed to do? I I thought you were supposed to like put them in like a resin like solution, forever preserve them, grate them, get them sent back to us in a nice like sleeve. I didn't know we're supposed to eat Oreos. This is news to me. Yeah, there's a novel idea of dunking it in milk. Twisting and licking and all the other stuff that they say in the commercial. Dunking again. Making it soggy in the milk and then eating it. Yes, yes. I think that is the novel goal of Oreos. You you, uh, partake in them as a, uh, what do the kids call it? A snack treat. You might be on to something there, Stephen. Might be on to something there. Hey, 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 look. That's why I do the research, so you don't have to. <laughs> and on that note, this is probably a good time to start ending the show here. Because <laughs> I gave Steven way too much freedom here. You did, but we had a slow week. Hold on, you you, ha- you have to also understand, we had a slow week. And, um, yeah. Uh, but we're, we're closing in on the days before our games come out. We're, like, we are literally a couple weeks away. 
might end up taking that day off because my coworkers say I really should take a day off every now and then. But so traders, if you ever need to get a hold of us, easiest way to do it is on Twitter. You can tweet at us at 1334 decks or shoot us an email at the 1334 decks at gmail.com. You know, let us know if you have any Halloween related Pokemon plans, if you're excited for the movie you really enjoyed you know pokemon coco you have other ideas you can use oreos for in case you know dunking them in milk isn't your thing i mean maybe you have something else how did you beat me to what i was going to say because i've been doing this show with you for over a year now (laughs) that's all right traders so from steven classic and from myself researcher albert and until your next adventure we'll catch you later see you trainers eat the Oreos.